0: Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 2020, drink water. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, water would be it. The benefits of guzzling H2O have been studied by medical professionals, whereas the rest of this advice has no basis more reliable than a bunch of 40 year olds meandering experiences. I will dispense this advice now. Accept that perfection doesn't exist. Your relationships will have problems. Your car will break down. Someone else will always have a better phone, a newer car, or a bigger house than you. Consistently chasing perfection will keep you permanently stressed. That doesn't mean you should not try to live a better life. Just know that if you expect perfection, you will never be satisfied. Don't stop doing the things you love. Even if you have a wife and kids, still make time for video games. Draw. Write stories. Read comics. Play basketball. Listen to music. There is no reason to become a miserable, old fuck. Relax more. Don't get angry over the little things. While others talk about material things or experiences, the lesson is to accept that things won't always go the way you want them. And that's okay. Do one thing the opposite daily. Relax. Enjoy the ride. Work towards your goals, but remember, none of it matters if you can't enjoy it along the way. Sleep. Don't waste your energy on others. Everyone is so fixated on themselves to care too much about their opinion of you. Screw what they think. Social media is only an illusion. Forget the nonsense, move on, live your life. Falling out of love is perhaps more powerful than falling in love. Vacation often. Don't feel guilty if you end up on the wrong path or don't like where you are. There's always time to turn around and change it. Everything you get becomes something you have. Everything you earn becomes something you deserved everything could vanish by the age of 50 or maybe everything will play out according to plan you know travel the world on your 40th wedding anniversary whatever you do don't become arrogant and build an ego or sell yourself short you are the choices you make meditate family is not necessarily blood but instead who you would bleed for take care of your teeth this is the only set you're ever going to have and you don't want to neglect them and mess them up Life is not a race. Stop comparing yourself to others. Do not take advice or criticism as a personal attack. Most people do actually mean well. Don't try to make your life into a novel. Make it a book of poems. Don't fall for the trap that your life needs to be one long narrative that you should be building. Life is best when it's a bunch of happy moments that just happen to be connected. Comparison will rob you of joy. Be happy for others, but don't feel the need to be like them. Don't waste your life on toxic people. You cannot change someone, whether a friend or a partner. Their faults won't magically get better. Learn to let go of the little things. Stress will kill you. I will repeat, let go of the little things. Stress will kill you. Be kind. Accept help. Listen more. Especially to slightly older people rather than trying to prove that you can figure it out on your own. Imagine how much energy could be saved. Don't be too proud. Don't be insulted. Don't be scared to let people get involved in your life. You are not your parents unshackle that notion immediately go to therapy figure out what your insecurities are why you have them and how to deal with them so they don't define the rest of your life you will have to deal with people learn how to leave them happy to have been in your presence and you will not lack for friends or loved ones wear a condom looks will fade but that personality will be there forever. As you age, your friends will pair off and you'll find yourself hanging out with them less and less. Find someone with the same goals in life that you do and hold on to them dearly. Marry your brain and not a booty. If you're lucky to have both, don't fuck it up. Oh. And of course, drink water and don't forget to wear sunscreen. Hello, hello, Joey here. Bet you weren't expecting that. Well, I felt like it and that just happened. Luckily, this is still droolish. So let's get to it. Welcome back to Droolish. I am your host, Joey Montano. If you are unfamiliar with Droolish, and this might be your first time listening, Droolish is a sleep and relaxation podcast focusing on helping you sleep, relax, get your mind off of your day, and hopefully my voice can curb your insomnia. I play background noises, generally ambient sounds, to help relax the mind and get you going to sleep. Well, that's the goal. I talk about a variety of subjects, and today I wanted to go through and talk about something that really gets me very nostalgic, gets me very, like, amped up to talk about as I get older, and I think some of you guys know, I'm in my mid-30s, and I've always wanted to kind of look back, not just in my life, but kind of just reflect back on the past of kind of, like, my, of my thoughts, your thoughts, other people's thoughts as they're aging through adolescence and heading in their 20s and 30s. That made my fair share of mistakes, and I'm sure a lot of people have as well. I figured I always wanted to create a post or something that reflected my thoughts, uh, my, uh, more advice that I could talk to an 18-year-old version of myself or a younger version of myself. And it kind of hit me that you know, I am who I am today based of all of my life's experiences. I've learned all, not all, obviously. I'm learning a lot of life's lessons daily and I'm continuing to learn over and over again. And, and throughout these last few weeks, you obviously have noticed the decrease in episode quality and that you know, like episode quality, episode quantity. And uh, that partially is due to me moving around a lot, not having the equipment. And the other part of that too is another part of that equation, I should say, has been dealing with more of just me, myself, and just figuring out what's next for me. And I'm not speaking about the Jewish podcast per se, but I frequently talk about improving the self, uh, you know, improving health, try to build better sleeping habits, uh, trying to find ways to add value to the listeners and just to myself as well. And these last few weeks have kind of brought a new uh, whirlwind of, I guess, maybe self-actualization? Yeah, self-actualization, I should say. Point being, I'm in the phase of still focusing on myself, learning, growing, and just reflecting upon my past experiences. And I ran into this Reddit thread just the other day that talked about, uh, actually, it's titled, and I'll link it in the description. I'll link to everything in the song. Uh, the reason why i included it i want to give credit to those people who gave advice but essentially the topic um, was more or less discussing um as someone who's happier in their 40s what type of advice would you give someone in their 20s and as someone who is in his mid-30s and is nearing the 40 mark uh, it really intrigued me and i really wanted to see if some of these pieces of advice were similar things that i've learned or or try to take a few, uh, you know, morsels of knowledge and apply it for myself. Now that I'm a little bit older, a little bit wiser, or I would at least like, like to think so, uh, one of the things I've learned is that I don't want to spend too much time trying to figure stuff out figure stuff out on my own when I can save a lot of time and energy just going to someone who's experienced it a lot more, that that aligns with kind of the life that I want, or the vibes and happiness that they achieved. That's something that I would want at some point. So... You know uh you know what they say just kind of take advice as it comes but just be wary of what you know just be wary of of what you're buying depending on who's selling it so i thought that specific topic was incredibly profound and i figured you know why not just take some of the most uh, important uh i don't say the most important but the most uh i guess profound pieces of advice in that topic and throw it into Boz lerman i think that's how you say it Uh, song form so if you're listening and you're you're just like what the hell uh you know this is a ripoff. well it's supposed to be a tribute uh it's been i listened to i listened to the uh you know the song and it's i think it was produced in 1997 so uh we're well over 23 years and and i couldn't think of like a better way for me to get pieces of advice in a form that Makes a lot of sense to where people can take it to heart, you know. And I figure, you know, my writing isn't really super amazing enough. I don't think about the level to just post like twenty quotes on a Medium and get six people to listen or view it. It doesn't make any sense. I've taken the original Baz, you know, Lerman song to heart. Even when I listened to it twenty-three years ago or ninety-seven, so I would have been what like sixteen? Pretty much a lifetime, but no, twelve years old. Yeah. So, a song that I listened to at age 12. I took a lot of that advice to heart. And a lot of it, uh, you know, some of it I still keep and hold on to dearly. And it's been 23 years. And I I know I say this a lot, but I really want to drive home the point that 23 years ago, I was 12. There are probably some listeners who are in their young 20s. Maybe they're like in their mid-20s. Meaning that they probably never... Even acknowledged something like this prior in the past, so well, it's a bit of you know a nostalgia type thing. I wanted to add, maybe it's just something that if I just created, it's more of a tribute, with, you know, with my own flair, I give credit. Um, you know, it could provide value to other people. So that being said, this is still a sleep and relaxation podcast, and I wanted to include the song up front because. There is no chance in hell any of you guys listen to this podcast and fall asleep within five minutes. That's obviously never the point of the podcast. As someone who has struggled with sleeping himself on and off more frequently, that has, you know, improved my sleeping habits dramatically since the terrible days of Insomnia. I get that falling asleep within 10 minutes just seems damn near impossible, and it's almost between a 25 minute to 90 by 120-minute process of trying to fall asleep, I've been there quite frequently in the past. So, uh, so that you know, that's kind of my logic behind putting the song up front. But let's just keep going straight to the thread, and and I figure, why not? I spent a decent amount of time going through, uh, you know, making this song piece, um, and you know, the beauty of Jewelish is that I can set whatever pace I want, and, and really, at the end of the day, it's, I hope, I'd like to believe it's my voice that tends to induce yawns, and hopefully you guys still get value of what I talk about. Um, that's kind of the mantra I'm sticking with, and it seems like it's working, um, so I'm just going to go to the topic at hand, like I said, I'm going to list the description, but uh, I find that, you know, reading a lot of these comments out loud, just to myself, but for you guys to listen. Uh, helps does bring more positive more positive vibes uh, brings more of a calling sense and if you are trying to sleep you know this some of you might treat this as almost like a, a like a guided experience to help you fall asleep so i want to continue that at least for this episode and uh, I, I mentioned this a lot you know there's going to be more tweaks more 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 tweaks and experiments that i would love to do um it's just at this point um, I just haven't gone around doing it, so now it's, it's time to do, you know, we're all stuck in quarantine, I think we all have a, we all have a little bit more time, so, um, you know, I'm trying to level up the experience, or at least do what I can to try to level up, as best as I can. So, I'm going to link to the topic, uh, the thread, in the description, uh, but it's, it's called, people who are 40 plus and happy with their life, what advice do you, sorry, what is your advice to people in their 20s? I think it has like almost 90,000 upvotes. Uh, it was the first thing that popped up when I was in Reddit. I'm trying to limit my distractions, so uh, I just found the threader and I just thought, well, this is certainly worth reading. So let's just dive into some of these pieces of advice. I'm obviously going to throw in my insights as well as I see fit. Uh, for me, nothing doesn't, it doesn't make too much... To, uh, it does not make much sense for me just to read things verbatim unless if i explicitly mention it's just a specific episode that i am reading comments or just reading things um i don't do that often but i still feel like having a sense of commentary and uh, a sense of someone actually saying you know adding a human element outside of just words on text I, i feel like that makes sense to me and hopefully it makes sense to you it doesn't, obviously let me know. Send an email to me at droolishpodcast at gmail.com or add me on Twitter or do whatever, you know. You guys, if you're gonna find me, you're gonna find me. Um, the only thing I can do at this point is just ask if you are if you just need that last nudge, that's the information, you know. Uh, anyways. Starting from actually that doesn't matter, I'm just gonna start. to this first one. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I feel like I feel like I'm all over the place, but I know I'm not. Have everything in front. So this first one comes from a guy named Smoocharooch. Interesting name. Chris Rock said it best. Now, people tell you that life is short. It is not. Life is long, especially if you make the wrong decisions. Point is, you've got time. Don't kill yourself trying to do it all now. I like that. This guy also replies, and I think it's pretty good. Um, what I also take away from this Life feels short if you're actually living and having a good time. Conversely, if you're miserable and stuck in life, life feels never-ending and you're only waiting till it gets dark forever. This one comes from Jay Party, and I think this was mentioned in the uh, song. Don't fall for the trap that your life needs to be one long narrative that you should be building. Life is best when it's a bunch of happy moments that just happen to be connected. Don't try to make your life into a novel, make it a book of poems. Key takeaway from this, and I actually agree with this next guy too, who mentions, you know, I've always compared my life to a movie, and it stresses the hell out of me, because reality is never like it. But I guess that is life after all. For me, I like to consider life as more just a series of, you know, like a lifelong television series. You might have an episode, you might have a season-long arc that could be an over-encompassing project, or you just might have a few random day-to-day experiences where you don't expect anything, except just nonsense or just randomness but i've certainly had my fair share of both especially in my younger days in my 20s i mean even out in vegas almost every day just felt like it was its own adventure you just hang out with some friends you guys would, you would either go out see the world go out on the strip you know not get crazy or anything but like just kind of see what's going on kind of see what life is going on and like as it's happening and, you know, the more you see people, the more you see... you are outside, and more people, more people come together. Pre-COVID, I might add. Back in the pre-COVID days. Uh, you know, it's just a bunch of like randomness and fun craziness. And yeah, there's some good moments, happy moments, and bad moments as well, but... Really, it's... I don't know, I just like to think of my, 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 my life... Or parts of my life as like seasons of a show. It just makes sense to me. And for you... Personally, if you're trying to get the point out of that, and if you haven't yet, you know, I don't know just so it's all about framing at least At least is how I see it. So You know, you can frame your life as if it's, if it's a movie like what apparently most people do But I, I'm gonna take what this uh, Jay Party guy says and just treat it Well, I have already treated it more of like a series of television episodes, but I, I, I like the book of poems uh, It Feels lighter. I mean poems don't have to be incredibly long I don't think. I mean, they can be. But generally, all the poems I've read are fairly, you know, like two to five minute little clips of stuff. Interesting take from this guy. Uh, goes by the name of Dream Sequence. He says, My life and future imaginings always play out like a movie in my head. I want it to all be epic and romantic and intense. And I get disappointed in how my life, or how separated my life is from that ideal. But I realize, hey, wait a minute. No one's life is actually like that. That's true to a certain extent. Um, I always think that's pretty interesting. However, this is a sneak peek dream sequence, if you happen to hear this. There's always astral projection. So, just throwing that, throwing that in. Purpleicious adds his own advice and experience as well. It's never too late to start again. All in my 20s, I thought I couldn't just restart my career, or dump a useless playfriend, or go back to school because I was already on a certain trajectory. Made my choices now, and I gotta make the best of it. That's total BS. You have no idea how incredibly young you are, and how much time you have to do whatever you want to do. When I figured this out, I found the man of my dreams, had a kid in my late 30s, dropped my entire career in my late 40s, and started a new one at 50, and it's awesome. And if you are sad, or upset, or frustrated with life, that's okay, too. You have time, and it will pass. You have no idea what comes next, and you have so much time to explore, and I'm still figuring things out. Preach to the choir, Pripilicious. If you guys think I have my shit together? (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. That is terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. I'm only good at a few things. Some of it's marketing, some of it's consulting, and cutting the fat and helping others. But that's like five things out of the life of infinity, you know, infinite, infinite things that could exist. Very small percentage. So, yeah, I'm still figuring. I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out. I don't feel. I don't feel bad about that. I'm. I would be very interested to find someone who has everything figured out because that person would be quote unquote perfection. If you have everything figured out. Then that's more or less essentially what you, what your dream life is already at. And if someone actually has that from what you're envisioning, and what you're envisioning has to be based off of what you want, not what you, what is comparative of others. If someone already has that, uh, and you happen to run into that person, then hell yeah, that's that's something you can strive for because someone's actually living a dream that you've been wanting to have, versus instilling a dream that someone else is trying to offer. I don't know. It was my two cents there. Feel free to take take that for what it's worth. This other dude uh, re- re- kind of responds. He goes, uh, I do feel bad. That's literally his name. Uh, to what I, to uh, the Never Too Late to Start Again uh, quote. He says, this is good advice. I'm 40 and have reset twice. Starting something new can be scary, but it's very rewarding. I left a job last year for a different company, and I'm so glad I did. I took a pay cut for a quality of life improvement, and I've been much happier, and my stress levels are pretty non-existent. Kudos. This guy, um, Evan Caramel, he says, When I was in college, I had the chance to go to Europe, but I passed because I had to work at a warehouse. I picked staying at a part-time warehouse job overseeing the world. When I finally went abroad in my 30s, it changed my perspective about everything and everyone. Go to another country that is far away and different than your own. Spoiler alert. I mean, not spoiler alert. It's something I kind of want. I, I do want to do that one day. I, I think I traveled the world a little bit, but that's something I, I really want to do. Uh, plus, this bit of news, uh, Twitter. Twitter is now offering remote work um, at their company forever. Forever. So, there is a slight chance that I might actually apply for a Twitter position. Um, that I don't know. That makes sense. Um, but it got me looking, and I didn't realize they had positions like in Tokyo and like different different um, parts of the world. Which now kind of makes me want to have to learn a language and start uh, start prepping for for world travel if I to ever get a position that you know that fits my skill set or something that I would want to do. But, I don't know, it's something to look forward to. This guy, uh, is it Charcuterie? Charcuterie? Huh, interesting name. He says, I'm 46, and here's what I know. One. Money is important, but it's not the end-all be-all. It will not listen to your problems or hug you when you need it. Two. Watch your weight, your blood pressure, and do not smoke. 75% of my patients that have come... I have the most serious diagnosis that have at least one of these factors. He also says, uh, be happy for others, don't let you feel the need to be like them. Let go of the little things, Uh, chase your dreams, life goes by so fast. You want to be 80 years old and regretting not traveling, pursuing your passion, etc. Make a point of performing kind acts of others, it will greatly enrich your life. Now, go get your life. That's what he says, more or less. Some of these I've already mentioned the songs, I don't feel like uh, going over them again. So this guy, he goes, uh, his name is Yeah Well Okay. He says, I was a raging alcoholic in my 20s and I thought I would never recover from it. I never found a real job using my first degree or my masters. Part of it was because I was always drunk, part of it was the job market at the time. I went back to school in my 30s and found something I like a whole lot more. Now I'm married, nearly 10 years sober. And have a great job. The point is, if you end up on the wrong path and don't like where you are, there's always time to turn around and change it. Too many people just assume that you're stuck where they are and and stuck with the issues they have. 100% agree. I think, uh, even relating to this podcast and whoever you, if you're still listening, I uh, think it's super relevant. I mean, this podcast is more of an outlet for me to talk, to if you guys are willing to listen, to help you fall asleep. I miss... I just happen to have a voice that helps put people to sleep, and hopefully you guys still enjoy the content all in itself. And this is more of a way for me to talk out loud, find what makes sense, and discover new passions. And I think, you know, you guys see it over time, like between, uh, you know, sports betting, the consistent talk. I mean, even just about sports in general, that was kind of one thing. But now it seems to be really more fascinated with sleep uh, solving sleep problems, and it kind of came from this podcast. So, if you notice the types of topics that I talk about have been more sleep-related, that's generally the reason. And hey, you know that's something that really interests me. And there are other things that interest me as well, but I, I'm learning to not go after 80 billion things at once. I'm trying to focus on actually being focused in uh, when I'm ready. So. Alright, that's enough about me. I don't, need to, I don't need to be talking about me anymore. Let's, let's be talking about more advice here. This guy, his name happens to rhyme with Flint Eastwood. I will not say his name. In case this does end up on YouTube, I do not want to have this taken down. But it rhymes with Flint Eastwood. I hesitate to give advice, being unqualified to do so. Instead, there are some points that may or may not be worthy of consideration. 1. Time is very short, and as you get older it speeds up more and more. Time is more important than money. In theory, you can end up a billionaire, but no one ever has a time billionaire. Rich or poor, you're going to maybe get 100 years at the absolute max, and probably not that much. 3. There will be several versions of you as you walk your path. <laughs> that is so true. Um, but one version that kind of colors all the other versions. This version you can call the real you. It pays to spend time figuring out who the real you is. Oof. I'm going to read that one again. That was incredibly profound. There will be several versions of you as you walk your path. The one version that kind of colors all the versions, that version you would call the real you. It pays to spend time figuring out who the real you is. That is incredibly profound. Hopefully you guys take that to heart. I've taken that to heart as I read it. Fine, I think that's true, guys. I believe some of you guys would agree with me. I mean, an 18-year-old version of Joey, or an 18-year-old version of you, is going to be completely different than a 28-year-old version of you. And even if you say, you know, people can't change, well, that makes zero sense. You know, you're not, you know, at five years old, you did not stay. You did not keep the mentality of a five-year-old in the next, like, 20, 30 years. Okay, you went to school, you learned things. If you're still that version of you, you would have never learned anything past the age of five. Okay, all the things you've learned have influenced who you are, influenced the decisions you make. Okay, so when they say people can't change, it's more so people can't change because they're not willing to change, not because it's impossible to change. So that's my takeaway from that. Back to what he was saying. Number four. Oh, this is one I mentioned too. You will have to deal with people, learn how to leave them happy and to abet in your presence, and you will not lack friends and loved ones. I'll say that's true. I personally tend to be more cold. I don't say cold. I, I tend to be friendly to people like on public and like to chat and make friends. But I pers- but I really like to have my personal private private time to myself. So I have always wondered growing up, like why do I always have people who are interested in like talking and hanging out with me when I feel like. Yeah, you know, I want to have make sure their days are better, but but I never felt like it warranted more interactions. But that makes a lot of sense. Five. Speaking of loved ones, just because someone is a blood relative doesn't mean they're worth the shit. If your parent, sibling, or child is a complete a-hole, unworthy of your attention, don't waste further time on them. Yeah, agreed. Still easier said than done. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of this advice, in theory, if you just take, you could just take at face value and apply it and put no context in, you'll probably still be well off. Uh, number six. Find something you love to do and do that. Do that every day. It doesn't matter if you make money at it or get recognition because, because of it. Do it like Henry Darger did with his writing and drawing and like Vivian Meyer did in her photography. Do good work. It's his own reward. Seven. I'm a geezer, 64 years old, and it does not suck being old. I think it's great for many reasons. That's what he says. Jerry's out on being that old. I'm not there yet, and I can't tell if that's going to be true or not. Uh, But I'm going to have to maybe agree. I don't know. This is advice, so it's up for me to decide to take it or not. I do love the idea of doing what you do every day. I wanted to have my own separate separate episode discussing that one of the newer things I've been discovering um, so I, I'll stop right there before I get you know ahead of myself this guy names chad 203 he says when I was 22 an older older gentleman asked me how old I was and then he told me quote Chad 303 when you are twice that age you'll become twice the man you are today I almost considered it a slight in that moment, but the time has proven him wise. Here I am, twice the age and, in my humble estimation, twice the man that I've, that I've been. I believe this chiefly because I have learned that kindness is not a weakness, humility serves you better than pride, and cruelty is a fool's game. This one comes from S G. Don't put yourself in ridiculous amounts of debt trying to portray a certain image. Don't spend your life trying to get out of a hole you dug in or you have to declare bankruptcy. Set aside enough money to cover three to six months of expenses for emergencies just like now. Moreover, save now for your retirement years. It doesn't require much, and if you have taken directly from your paycheck, you won't be inclined to not pay yourself first. Take care of your body, exercise to maintain healthy weight and good cardiovascular health, as you get older, it's much harder to maintain these. Enjoy the days of your youth without going overboard. There's nothing wrong with having a good time. And if you are always waking up wondering what happened last night, why you can't remember how you spent such money, or you're, or you're always hungover, you should tone it down a bit. Yeah, this one says, uh, don't take advice or criticism as personal attack. Yes, I mentioned that. I think I mentioned the song. Uh, most people, more, uh, sorry. Most times the people who care about your behavior in which, sorry, most times the people who care about you have observed behavior in you which is off-putting, doesn't reflect who you really are or could be, or would make you a more rounded person. Good, good pieces of advice. I don't really uh, have anything to add here. <laughs> I think that almost sounds virtuistic. Now before I go to this next this next one, I really wanted to follow up follow up on what this guy was saying because I wanted to offer my own piece of advice. Yeah, as per the usual. I know, I know. I said I wasn't talking about myself, but this advice specifically here. Now, I I do think a lot of this advice should be you know taken seriously. Well, kind of as a grain of salt. You know, everyone everyone just gives advice on, the own, on their own path that they've taken. In the same vein. We all have our own paths that we want to take. For me personally, I've always never been someone who just wants to work 40 years, save up money, and get to retirement, and then go vacationing. It just doesn't add up. You know, my mantra, like, I still believe, and i wholehearted and going to be working towards this, is to be self-sufficient to live no matter what age, whatever, and I honestly expect to not even need money in like 10 years. Where I've made so much that you know why bother working 40 years to retire when I can quote unquote retire in like five or 10 years And if I just improve my craft, help others, and do what I can and see how that goes. Um, so you know everyone has their own path and they they see their own vision. It's just uh, you know it's just mapping it out and planning for it, and it's okay to disagree with what some people say as long as you have reason in facts and understanding of the confidence to, to walk your own path, I guess. Anyways, back to the list. This guy, um, Sir something, Sir Ich, that's his name. Uh, says, the biggest regret my dad had was not starting some of the savings for retirement when he was in his 20s. He didn't start putting money into his 401k until he was about 30 or so. If you don't have access to a 401k, you're looking to be getting an ROI or something that you could just chip into every week or month. Okay, yeah, I think a lot of us, sh- eh, if you're not financially savvy, that makes sense. So this one comes from Tristan Jones. Don't know if that's the real name or not. If it is, I'm sorry. It's, I'm just reading the username. Don't like to say, I don't like naming names. That makes sense. These are naming usernames, I guess. So, eh. I don't know. It feels weird. It feels weird saying, talking about this because I want to give credit. It's on a public forum. So, get yeah. If, if it's weird, I'm sorry. But this guy says, figure out what is important to you in life. shocking amount of people never do this. The sooner you do, Better off you will be. It is important to me to take care of myself and have enough left over to support the ones I love. If I'm doing that. It is hard to get down or be worried or care what other people think of me. I'm still going to pursue my career and other interests, but I just don't have everything emotionally riding on their successes. At least not in relation to my own self, my own sense of self worth. He goes on to say, I'm not, do- I'm not doing a fun job or an inspiring job. I'm doing what pays the most for the least amount of work, for me, that's okay. Because with the excess time I can spend it with people I love. With the excess money I can help pay for my friends who didn't get to go to college to do it now, I can take time off at a drop of a hat to fly across the country and help in a family emergency. There's a phrase, live so God can use you. I'm not religious, but I do value the idea of setting up your life so when an opportunity to do something that you care about that matters arises, you're in position to do it. That, I love that statement. I do value the idea of setting up in life so when an opportunity does come that you care about and that matters, you're in a position to do it. Figure out what you want to do for yourself and what you want for others. It will make planning and achieving it easier. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Maybe, I don't know, you guys could take away something from that. and I... I want to stress this out, too. At this point, I know we're like 38 minutes into this podcast. And if you're kind of wondering, like, you know, how, how does this still help me fall asleep? How does this... <laughs> I know that might be a thought. Especially if you're a first-time listener. Aside from my voice. Okay. I find that a lot of the times when we're sleeping at night, or at least when I've slept at night, and the mind starts racing... When the mind starts racing... Could be about a billion things it could be about stress it could be about life itself it could be about family it could be about food anything that's going on and keeping a good framework of where you're at right now without letting all the extra worries get to you uh, is crucial and i feel like having some of this advice helps helps us remind us because i think we've all heard this advice in some way shape or form in our life it's just sometimes it's it just goes through one ear and out the other or it stays in your head and then you just never really put it back forward into something that's more that that could just, could have just been an aha moment that you could have decided on a long time ago to not you know to to apply you know, had, had you taken the advice to begin with so i think as we get older some of the advice as it comes around is is you know as we're younger it's something that it feels like it feels like it's more of a guideline and as you get older, you read the advice, and you're like, "Oh, crap! You know, this is actually useful. Maybe I should have taken this guideline more seriously for myself." And I feel like as I get older, a lot of a lot of this advice rings true. And if you are younger, you know, this just isn't words for you, you know to to consume. It's you know, these are potential things that you are that you might be figuring out, especially as you're trying to sleep about your life, about you know, what are you going to do with your life? How do you find? and figure out who you are. You know, and that's honestly up to you to decide, which sucks at an aspect because if you're not I mean, essentially if you're not planning for yourself for your future, you know, someone else is going to do that for you. Or worse, there's just nothing at all and you're just you know you're it's almost water, like you're going with the flow, but you're going in someone else's river, you're going in their direction, you're helping other people achieve what they want to do, um, and if that's not in alignment with what you're trying to do with what you want, then it doesn't make any sense. Now, if it's in alignment with what you're trying to do, then obviously that's how you know success and happiness and you know partnerships and companies and stuff grow. Uh, yeah. Anyway, en- enough enough of that particular quote. This person uh, called unap- unapologetically. Underscore Z. Go have an adventure of a lifetime, don't put it off, make plans for your money, stay out of debt, you don't need that new car, watch, handbags, material items are not worth your sanity. Have a 3-6 to six month emergency fund, don't waste your time on anyone who disrespects you, have a backbone but don't be rude. Not everything needs your reaction. Find someone you can spend endless time with, talk about ideas and not people, of all Above all, screw what everyone and what anyone thinks. He wrote like seven or eight just different things, all in like short sentences, but the three that really pop up to me is you know, not everything needs your reaction. I get it, I am reacting to this. I'm gonna start taking that more to heart, outside of this podcast, obviously. Find Actually talk about ideas and not people. I mean, I personally don't like talking about people in general. You know, at this point, you guys kind of understood that. And I really... Actually, I do talk about ideas all the time. Hey, I feel like I'm already there. Uh, Make plans for your money. I like that. Yeah. But go have an adventure of a lifetime. Uh, Yeah, I really do like some of this advice. This person... uh, goes by the name of a green storm nine he comes from a different perspective which i think is very um very grounded and real i'm nearly 40 and not very happy with my life my advice for people with their 20s would be to focus on the important stuff and that's where i failed didn't put off life that's where i also failed i focus on building a solid financial base and saving a ton of money here i am at 40 and i'm financially secure probably for life I lost my job i could flip burgers and live the same lifestyle I have, i've been living but i also have no one in life. if i was abducted by aliens today it'd be days or weeks before anyone missed me no one on the entire planet really knows me i get gifts from my family for christmas or my birthday or whatever it's stuff that relates to things i enjoyed as a small child because that's how they know me i never pursued any relationship for the past 20 years because i was focused on financial stuff I can't recall the last time I went on a vacation that wasn't visiting my grandparents. At my age, I will probably never be married and will probably never be a father like I want to be. I give up all the financial security and career success that I have to have someone I love here in quarantine with me. I fucked up my life and I know it. Don't ignore relationships. That's pretty much the last. those last three words are his, like, piece of advice. Don't ignore relationships. I've agreed, I've teetered on both ends of the spectrum, and it's certainly. Um, I have to. I have to agree. You know, relationships are kind of. I feel, I feel like relationships in society, I guess, are the glue. They're kind of like, for me at least, keeps me sane. You know, you, you know we're all stuck in our own heads. Like that is literally the thing about life you have a brain, you have a mind, you think what you think is literally not going to be exactly the same as what anyone else in the world thinks. You might have similar sentiments, but your whole life is just in your head. Like, you experience it, it's in your head, and no one else has that, like, verbatim. So, uh, the point (laughs) I was getting at is that we're all in our own heads, and connecting with other people you know, we all can't coll- collaborate tele- telepathically or just know what everyone is thinking, you know, we're not all omnipotent, so communication and actually having a relationship are, like, the best ways to build, you know, that glue that makes life worth living, I suppose. And I don't know, I'm just trying to bring context to what he's saying. I'm not try- <laughs> I don't want to say I know everything because I know, I just wanted to bring more context to myself and hopefully you guys um, heard about it. You'll get that context as well. This next person, GZ0000, he's got a different perspective, and some of this might ring, might ring true to some of you. He's 70, born and living in Australia. Self-described as middle class all my life, quote unquote. This is him, um, but never a landowner, always renting. Generally very happy and satisfied. Goes on to say, no need to be materialistic. Live in or nearest a fair and civilized nation, there's no need to marry nor have children. No need to prove yourself to anyone. Just accumulate many skills and talents which will not go out of fashion. In my case, science studies, counseling, and group work of many kinds, business and admin skills, technology, including many academic and computer areas. sadly married, boringly, quote unquote, normal for the last 25 years. Internet, technology, politics, etc. are so interesting, thrilling. So he takes more of the approach of just living more of a, I don't want to say nomadic, simpler life, which I cannot. I, I cannot find any huge reasons, reasons to complain about it. It suits his style. It suited my style too. Uh, it's still might. It could be something I might revisit. So if I drop off to the face of the earth, well, you know why. Or I could be dead, but hopefully not that. And let's do one more for the road. This is from a guy called Authentic Chop Suey. He says, Honestly? If you want more career satisfaction, be as positive as possible at work. I mean it. I am cynical by nature and thought everyone around me loved my sarcastic, one-off comments. Every meeting I would demonstrate biting wit at the ridiculous corporate BS being padded, peddled." There was failure; I was there to point at it and laugh. And if success, I was always ready to keep it real for folks. Apparently, my attitude and sense of humor were not as appreciated as they thought. Then disaster struck at work a few years ago, and my skills were needed more than ever. Now, mind you, I've been passed over a couple of times for promotions. I was salty about that because, parentheses, and I am being honest here, I was a really good candidate and and quite regarded and am quite regarded well in my industry. I was stunned at missing out, and my, dis- and my dissatisfaction was not kept out of sight. Well, back to the disaster. For some reason, I took this opportunity to shut up and be a positive team member. This particular problem, not virus-related, would have allowed me to sit at home, get paid, and do nothing while everything got sorted. A paid two-week vacation without dipping into PTO? Nice. Let the suits sorted out while I laugh at their awkward attempts to wreck the ship, snickering with coworkers via personal emails... I was really looking forward to pointing out inconsistencies and ambiguous language in their derivatives. I was practically giddy with excitement at the prospect of watching them fall over their faces. Instead, I put on my big boy pants, went to work, walked in the boss's office, and politely asked if there was anything she needed. For two weeks, I worked my ass off, did everything I asked, kept my pie hole shut. God, were there opportunities for serious humor. I took a lot of initiative and throughout, I was positive and pleasant. At meetings, I would offer constructive comments, take notes, follow up on items, even if I, I hadn't asked. An I had to become the dreaded, quote unquote, try hard. Then the calls came from everywhere in the organization. Why don't we do X? Can I do Y? Mind you, in the past, I would have provided a slightly sarcastic reminder of my scope of duties, which didn't include doing their job too. Instead, I was positive and cheerful and I was happy to help them out through the crisis. After the, after the disaster subsided, I did not revert back to Mr. Point out how stupid everything is, and kept a positive and cheerful demeanor. I kept my comments to myself, and went home and shared my list of comments that I could have, made, or yeah, could have made with family. I noticed the more positive I became, the more people seemed to want to work with me, and the more responsibilities my boss heaped upon me. So I kept at it. And not one, but two promotions came, with significant raises. And I'm now in a position that I really enjoy. Had I figured this out in my twenties, I might have gone there, gotten where I am more quickly. One caveat. If your work is a suck fest, don't be afraid to move on. With a positive farewell email and pointing out how much everyone meant to you. Too long didn't listen? Be more positive at work. That is truth. T-R-U-T-H truth. Take that to heart if you're still awake and you have any work troubles. Honestly, that that little morsel of knowledge—something I recently learned—that was a very humbling experience. And I uh, agree. I mean, I I can only speak for myself, but you know, I've worked both. You know. With clients, in-house agencies, all that stuff, and seeing other companies. And the big thing that I've noticed and I like is when people actually give a damn about what you're doing. And to give a damn, you know, you certainly put emotion on your sleeves, but generally being positive is way more, way more beneficial than being negative all the time. And I come from a very sarcastic, snarky family. Like, we love joking, we love ripping each other, and it seems like that was always like the style of humor. Um, but I quickly learned that, you know, there's a time and a place, and if you want to help, just keep your focus at that. And you're still okay, it's still fun to show personality with coworkers and teammates, but that shouldn't define, but don't let that define how you collaborate with others or, and whatnot. It was certainly in my younger twenty day, in my younger days in my twenties and even mid twenties, even late twenties to an extent. Oof. Yeah, that that was always the thing. So, uh, yeah, that that one rings true. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys are able to take take some bits of advice and hopefully enjoy the little song too. I did before. Again, it's a tribute. <laughs> There's no music or anything else. As a matter of fact, this might be the only time I'll ever do something like that. It's just uh, an idea that came up, and I've been uh, focusing on following through more. a lot of these ideas as they come, as long as they don't take too much time investment. Um, so, hopefully you guys enjoyed the pieces of advice. Now, if you're still awake and you're a new listener, first of all, you know, If you feel like you haven't gone to sleep, eat a mandarin. I feel like I've neglected my mandarin duties the last few weeks. And I cannot honestly say mandarins help you sleep. They make me feel better. I Wake up better. Uh, They're great to start the morning. I don't know. They're great. You you can read online about mandarins and how it sleeps. Some people might say the citrus hurts. Um, But you're already, if you're still up after 60 minutes, and you've and I know this. I know this, and you guys know this too if you're still up. You know in your head, and you have that reel in your head that says, you know, like, it's going to be another night of insomnia. There's nothing I can do. Like, you know laying in the bed and trying to not think about insomnia is only going to make you think about insomnia, so this is my call to action to you. Get a mandarin. Eat it, please. Now, that being said... At this point of the podcast I'm done I'm done I'm done talking about advice like that type of advice this is I like to call these parting words so feel free to turn it off if you're still listening just keep enjoying and if you're asleep hopefully uh, my voice will seep into dreamland and maybe maybe you'll remember this who knows but let's, let's talk about talk more about whatever I feel like talking about Specifically, in these parting words, these are just random words that aren't really related to the episode per se. It's just, uh, I just find that me personally, you know, I'd like to talk about my experiences and my advice, especially in relation to topics as needed, but I'm learning to not make everything about me. You know, I, I know I'm like a person in my own world, but it's really not about me at the end of the day. And most people who are still listening at this point are, if you're still listening and you're awake, I firmly believe that, you know, my voice is better suited for background, and like I'm a background voice guy. So this, so a number of people, this is just words, background stuff. Uh, So you know, I'd like to talk more about myself because really, it's the least caring thing that most people care about. Let's be honest. Like I want to provide the value, the discussions and stuff up front, but just more of my side stuff. Anyway. It's pretty obvious by now, if you can't tell, that I'm a very long-winded individual. And uh, I don't think I can stop that. I mean, I could try. Uh, I can actually probably do a decent job if I really try it at it. But sometimes just letting the brain flow and let the let the stream of consciousness just go out just provides, uh, I don't know, probably more, more real and genuine uh, sentiments. At least that's at least that's what I think. And uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if you, you know, going back to the initial song, if you enjoyed that, let me know. I do plan on putting a YouTube version up, and actually might be, might make a video. Um, I've always wanted to—not always, but like the last few years—I've always wanted to either write an article or do something that it might have been a tweet or an article that just says, "Hey, hey, twenty or eighteen-year-old Joey." Like here's the advice I would give you. And write it write it like if it's a letter. Or some way, shape, or form. And when this uh, Reddit topic came up, my first thought was, Oh man, like I don't know, it's we're in May. Like, people are gonna be graduating like either this week or the next like month or so, depending on if you're in high school or college. And it's been twenty plus years since I don't know, since the Baz Luhrmann song came out. And I fucking love that song. Like, I really love that song, and, and I don't know, I just figured, I had. I don't think I've seen like a alternative version outside of like Chris Rock, like, was it No Sex in the Champagne Room song? Uh, which is pretty funny, I might add, but, but I haven't seen anything that's like that in a while, and, and for the next generation, the, what, the Doomers, or what, the Zoomers? uh, you know, the Zoomers, and then, and I guess some Millennials, if you want to count yourself a Millennial, if you're 18 or 22, which I don't think that's even relevant anymore, I I think, I think Zoomers are a real thing now, like Gen Z or Zoomers, or whatever they're called, um, sorry for listening, I don't know, I don't know what you want to be labeled or called, if you're anything, like, being younger, you don't want to be labeled or called anything, and if you're, like, if you're in your 30s or 40s, at this age, you still don't want to be labeled or called, so, so, um, but it helps me, you know. Uh, put a put put a name to something you know, for a group of people, I guess. I mean that is a point of a label. But I digress. And I just thought the and I, I just thought it'd be fun to do that. You know, it took a few hours, I had to write things down, I had a you know, some of the things I tweaked for myself to actually fit the song as well. Um, and, and I wanted to show more of that creative side and it's, you know, I, I want to make this podcast a little bit better after each episode, or try to c- continue to try new and different things. You know, it keeps things fresh. It keeps things. It helps involve the podcast. It helps. It helps let me see if you guys are interested, or if it's something that could be pretty cool, or something that I can test. Like do things that I can test, and maybe find a new avenue or path, or something that could be greater. You know, that's not to say this podcast isn't great or terrible or any math ma- You know. Implication, I guess. It's just um, you know, this podcast has been going on for eleven months. We're almost heading towards a year, and I know there've been some inconsistencies early on and uh, the last month or so. But I always notice that you know, the more success. I've noticed that more success that has been realized is often directly related to the amount of effort and work and listening I put in. And, you know, whether if it's poker or marketing or even, like, bowling or any, like, hobby that I've taken, like, a serious consideration of, like, wanting to do. Uh, it, it, that's all required, and, and this podcast is no different. Now, that said, uh, I'm still going to try to aim for, like, three episodes a day. Uh, unfortunately, not, an episode, not three episodes a day, but three episodes a week. However... Um, I'm still sticking to all of my recording times to a single day, and uh, the whole video, it's probably not going to be on YouTube yet or anything, but the whole uh, music portion, I should say, is, uh, took some time, it took some time to do, so this might be the only episode this week, I don't know, um, but hopefully you enjoyed it, um, I'm probably going to drink some water, record another episode, and hopefully get that out Sunday. Um, but, yeah, again, I hope you guys enjoyed. I don't think I have anything else to add. Uh, like I said, I just wanted to throw some some words and some more context behind the whole thing. And, yeah. Uh, again, if this is your first time listening, and if you somehow managed to get through this hour, and if you're still awake, um, feel free to look at all the other topics, too. I mean, I talk about a variety of things. I, the early, like, I try not to be as, uh, topical as I can. I know some of the sports betting stuff is, I mean, more recent, like, you know, you're not going to find any value out of looking at listening to, like, Week 11 picks. Unless you really want to fall asleep to my voice, then yeah, go ahead and do that. But uh, I think you'll find more like the recent, like, 20 to 30 episodes have been really honed in on a variety of subjects that I feel like could be more uh, evergreen. Or at the very least, just kind of a relic of the past that you can relive. So, Sit back, relax, enjoy, don't think too hard. Um, I will continue to create episodes um, that will be a blend of different things, but uh, in the same vein, I'm going to try to enhance the experience of helping you fall asleep, whether it's certain background tones or voices or even just anything in general. I I want you guys to fall asleep at the end of the day. Uh, I just hope that the avenue of this podcast helps you in doing so. And uh, with that, the only thing left I can say is take care and dream easy.